This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, the story I'm going to tell you, it's, it's going to be what actually happened to me. And, and I'll, I'll be honest, when I, when I first started my life, and I'd heard about the God that would be mean and vengeful and you'd sin, you'd, you'd go to hell. And I had a chip on my shoulder because I felt he was promised me something. And trust me, what he promises us, we cannot comprehend. And, and when somebody promises me something I can't comprehend, he's promising me nothing. And then he created me where I was weak and I'd give in to temptation. So I'm thinking, what kind of God is this? It's in keeping with what I learned about him, that he promises you absolutely nothing and he asks everything of you. And then after my experience, I found out he gives us everything and asks absolutely nothing of us. The gift is that profound. And, and what happened is we had a Huey shot up. The major said, go find out who got him. My job was to, I was a scout pilot and I was gifted with the ability to find the enemy and, and no matter how well hidden they were. So I went out and luckily or regrettably I found them. And to make a long story short, we got shot up pretty bad. We took a hundred and something hits in that little loach and shot part of my controls out. Almost flew my left arm off and I got my leg shot up. So we crashed and things started getting kind of vague at that point. I understand my gunner pulled me out of the aircraft. I thought I climbed out. I do remember, and this has a, a point, there was a little bush near my head and I realized, oh, this is the center of the base camp. So what was surprising is I never felt any pain. When I was laying down and my gunner was bandaged my arm, I told him to leave, we're not getting out of there. And he said, no, he wouldn't leave me. And things started getting kind of blurry. My vision started getting blurred. And that's, I was the kind of guy that wouldn't ask a whole lot from God until I needed something. And I needed to get out of there because we're in the middle of the base camp. I'm shot up very bad. My gunner got a bullet through the butt. And I said, we're gonna get captured or we're gonna get shot. Or I'm going to die somehow, and I started bargaining with God, I'll be good, you know, I'll be good for a week, just get me out of here, God, I know that it's going to be tough. And then, things started getting kind of gray on me, and I was wondering what's happening, I said, God, please don't let me die, please don't let me die, I was terrified. And then things went black, pitch black, and now I know there's no way I'm going to get out of there because it's pitch black, and I'm helpless, and I can't even hardly move, I've lost so much blood by then. And then the unique thing started happening. I started feeling pretty good. And I said, what's happening to me? And I realized I was dying. People say I'm dying. I was actually in the physical process of dying. And at that point, I stopped being afraid. It's not, I don't know how other people die, but for me, I thought dying was a horrible, painful, terrible thing. And it was actually an incredibly pleasant thing. And as I was dying, I accepted it. And I said, God, this is obviously your will. There's no bargaining anymore. I quit bargaining with him because I knew I was dying. And as I was fading back, all of a sudden, you hear about the bright light. The brightest thing that you can imagine is a dark hole compared to the bright light that I saw. And as I saw that, I started feeling good, and I got Demerol in the hospital and all the things for pain. They can't touch the feeling I was starting to feel. And, and I'm... <laughs> I'm laying there in this beautiful, bright light, which I 
I described later is it wasn't God is the light, he, but He's love. I try to imagine as the energy, what exactly is God? One thing, He is literally made up of love. And I started feeling that love around me. And at one point, I remember looking down, seeing my head's next to this bush. And it was years later, for dawn of me, you can't see your own head. So at that point, I had that, that out-of-body experience, and all of a sudden, I went back into this little speck. And, and the light's getting brighter, brighter, and I'm expanding out, and everything within this bubble was like my new life in heaven. And, and I expanded, I remember, into the roots, in the soil surrounding the roots of this little bush next to my head. And I could see every molecule of water and the nutrients and the cells inside the plant from the inside, the outside, the top, the bottom. And it was many, many years later I realized plants take the nutrients up through molecules. I saw that back in July 28th of 1970. And as I'm expanding out, I'm wondering what's going on, and I start feeling this presence. And it was God. And He let me know that He's now surrounding me, protecting me, and I'm expanding out. And now what words I tell you were words, He didn't speak to me. He made His thought known to me. Like I, I tell my friends, I'll say red. And all of a sudden, you'll see the color red in your head. Or I'll say apple, and you visualize an apple. So His thoughts were made known to me. And as I'm expanding out, he said to me, in my interpretation, he said, you will expand out into the cosmos and know all these things. We'll expand out into the cosmos. And, and I was given power that was immeasurably more powerful than I ever imagined God to be. As I'm kind of getting kind of cocky, God made his thought known to me and he gave me a vision. He's holding me in his hands like a premature infant. And this is what you are. And, and, and I'm telling Brian, it's like I'm born again into heaven this time, but he saw me and he, I felt his proudness like a, a parent feels a child when they're first born. And, and I'm thinking, well, this is confusion. He sees me as a little child. I felt his emotions. I felt he was proud of me. Here's this new infant coming into his world. But I'm still the super God. <laughs> And then he smiled, and I felt him smile, and I felt his amusement. He said, even in this state that you were in, as a super God, you cannot begin to comprehend what I am. We can't comprehend what we're going to be, and he's still infinitely more powerful and loving and caring than that. So that kind of put me back in my place. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'll be able to go anywhere. And then all of a sudden, he kind of backed away, and I'm thinking, I don't have a body. This is frightening. It, it started to frighten me. And I actually went like this, and I could feel my fingers in my hands. And I said, well, I'm, I can't see me, but I'm here. And then I, he said, you're, you're to go out and be out and be everywhere. So I kind of stepped out of my body, and it was like all of a sudden I could be anywhere in his creation at one time, and I could focus on whatever I wanted to focus on. Then I went back in my body. And I, I went back and forth a couple times. And all of a sudden, I started thinking, every time I went back in where I could feel like I'm in a body, it was horrible. It was so confining. I wanted to be out and being free and, and out in the, like the cosmos with God. As I'm experiencing all these things, the one that, that, that really surprised me was, was his love. And, and I'd say take a, a dictionary and take all the bad words out, regrets, um, you know, sorrow, fear, embarrassment, they're not there. There is absolutely nothing in heaven that is bad. It's 100% pure love and happiness. All the things that I did in my past, you could remember them, but they were all forgiven. It's like, God, I made you that way for a reason which was not made known to me. 
And I'm feeling this love when I tell people his love was so strong, I literally felt it. It's like being in the air when it's calm. You know the air is there, but you can't feel it. But then you soak in a warm, warm bath, that warm water, you can feel that. God's love was so strong, I literally felt it. You know, I felt his presence. And I, and I, I knew I could be anywhere, and I'm loving, I was forgiven. And I thought, this isn't a mean, vengeful God. And I was even telling Brian, I, I remember the way I grew up, and they said the people cower, and they stand in the back of their church. I'm not worthy of being up front near, near God. Well, I had good, loving parents. When I met my dad, we'd hug each other. I didn't cower up to my dad. Well, God doesn't want us to cower in front of him. He wants to, he created us strictly to love. He has one need that I thought I felt. He needs to love. That's why he created all this stuff. He didn't create us so he could lord over us and dominate over us and make us feel inferior. He wants to love us. And, and I thought, that's, that's not the God that I grew up knowing. I, I, I'm not going to be punished for, for making my mistakes if I ask God to forgive me. He will. And another thing I, I saw that he will not pull you kicking and screaming into heaven. If you don't want to go, he didn't even know if it was known, but you're not coming. You have to want him to forgive you and ask him to forgive you. And he'll bring you in no matter how bad you've been, how horrible you've been, how ashamed of yourself you are. He forgives you if you just ask for him to forgive you and he takes you into heaven. So I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Especially the dying part. I, I thought everybody, my family, my friends, my, my loved ones, I, I finished a tour in Vietnam and I volunteered to go back. And it was on that extension where, you know, this happened. I made it two months into my extension. And I saw a man, and I started praying. I said, Mom and Dad, I'm sorry that I came back. I made it through my first tour a little beat up, but not, not serious. And now I came back here, and I've hurt you because I was so selfish. I wanted to come back and experience this, this thing that I thought I was fighting for their freedom. And all of a sudden, God said, you're not ready. I said, yes, I'm, I'm ready. You can't, you, you can't be doing what you think you're doing. You're going to try to send me back? I won't go back. You can't show me this and let me feel this love and this no worries of any kind. Is I will be alive for infinity and I'll send me back in my body and it's shot up and it's hurting in the middle of the jungles. I won't go back and you put me back in my body. I'll make sure I die. I felt, like I said, you can feel his emotion. I felt his sternness. And he said to me, he wasn't angry, but he was stern. He's tough love. And he said, no, no, you cannot take this. Only I can give this to you. And if you ever try to take it, it will never be yours. And I remember, I don't usually talk like this. I'm not flowery and, 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 and religious speaking. I said, Father, your will be done. And I went back, and, and, and the books say sometimes it's a tunnel of light. It's a tunnel of love. The light thing is, to me, in my opinion, is a misnomer. You're surrounded strictly by love, and the love is, is a, a bright light so bright that I call it an incredible clearness because the mind can't comprehend anything that bright. We're that limited. And as I'm going down this tunnel, the demons from hell were trying to grab my soul. And it's like, again, being at a zoo and you're behind a fence and you look at the horrible animals, they don't frighten you, you're curious. And I couldn't feel their pain and suffering, but I was made aware of their tremendous torment in hell. And they don't even have the, uh, the luxury of knowing they've got your soul. I didn't see any bad souls in, when it was coming. It was just a cast out demon from, from the, that were in heaven now in hell. And they were trying to get my soul because 
they never know if they've got you. They have to fight constantly to get your soul because they, they really don't ever have it. Because no matter how late it is in your life, I'm laid out there in the jungles dying. And all of a sudden I get religion. <laughs> I says, God, forgive me, please, please. I'm sorry for everything I've done. And of course he forgave me. And I was sincere. It wasn't one of these false promises. So they, I'm going back down into my body. Then all of a sudden I'm back in it and I'm confused. I'm thinking, God, don't, take me back. No, God, don't take me back. And then I'm back to where I was. God, I'm bargaining with, don't let me die. Don't let me die. <laughs> and, and then, of course, we were eventually rescued after several hours. And uh, I went to the hospital, and regardless of my friends, the dad died again on the table there, and I didn't have the experience. And they told my friends, he died. We've lost him. Go home. And there's still friends of mine that don't know I'm alive. But the experience that I got from that is all the little pettiness and what people annoy us and all that. It doesn't mean anything. Compared to, to, to what we're going to get, it doesn't mean anything. It's just a little you know, prick on our side. And I, I tell people now, I know he will forgive me for what I do, but I'm not going to take it for granted. You can't come up and say, I can sin, therefore I can ask for God's forgiveness. You have to have the sincerity. And I see something where it's bad. I tell people that give me the wrong change, for example. And I said, you, you gave me the wrong amount of change. And he says, why did you do that? And I said, because he's watching. It's for him. And the only sadness I felt in heaven, and it wasn't my sadness, it was God's sadness. And when I was going through that torment, knowing that my friends would be suffering and all that, thinking I'd die this mean, horrible death. And my buddy Steve, who was supposed to be here, regrettably he couldn't make it. He tormented himself for years thinking I died his horrible death because he drugged me through the jungle for two and a half hours popping bad guys. I'm within three feet of him and he has a horrible experience. And he said, here I drug you through the woods for two and a half hours. You suffered, you're moaning, you're crying, and then I let you die. I should let you die immediately. The pain you went through, and I said, I don't have a re recollection of it. But, it, sorry, I just had a flashback. <laughs> Sometimes I, I'm still there. And... Uh, he, he, he couldn't separate that what happened to me then, I'm the same person. And I said, all that was forgiven, all that was wonderful, but God sensed that heartache that I had, and you're not supposed to experience anything bad in heaven. It's impossible. You can't. And that's when he said, you're not ready, because I was experiencing regrets. And his sadness, and it was made known to me, I, I'm saddened over what you do to each other. When we do things to each other and harm each other and hurt each other, we're not hurting each other, although we are, we're hurting him. It saddens him what we do to each other. He created us all to be wonderful and have a wonderful gift and sometimes being human. I don't know why we have that weakness. God knows and it wasn't made known to me that it hurts him when we hurt each other. We lie from each other, we ridicule each other. That's a, a direct assault on, on his emotions. And so I feel blessed that I had a chance to go through that. It honestly, and I'm not being facetious here, it was worth getting shot for. And I wonder one thing is, in the Bible it says, blessed is he who believes and has not seen. Well, I wasn't that strong, and I had a chip on my shoulder. Maybe that's what he protected me from, is I am here, I do love you. And he let me see because I didn't believe without seeing. And it, it changed my life, and that even though I'm still human, I still make my mistakes. I constantly pray to God, give me the strength. I don't want to lose what I saw. I want to be back in your love, and please, you know, just help me be strong and thank you for everything you've done. Don't take him for granted and thank you for the blessing he gave me and that let me be his presence for, well, there's no time up there, so it was an instant. It was a million years. And uh, that's pretty much the end of what happened to me. I came back in my body and regrettably I was rescued. <laughs>
and I'm here until the next time, and I look forward to going home again. And thank you for listening, and but 